What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Escaping Life Podcast. I'm glad you came back to listen to me again. This is episode three. And today I want to discuss mental health as a public issue. Let's get into it. Mental health is a public issue. It is a life-threatening illness that we must take seriously. But I think we already know that. You just wait until someone takes their life or wait until we experience a panic attack or different episodes with our mental health to admit it. This is a reoccurring cycle, especially in my community, that needs to end. A dangerous cycle that is affecting marginalized communities. We are seeing mental health issues in kids and teens at an alarming rate. You're probably asking yourself, what qualifies me to speak on these issues or why do I even care? Well, for one, I take time to research these issues. And two, I have immediate family members who deal with depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, and schizophrenia. My goal with this podcast is to spread awareness and to help myself and others recognize the symptoms of mental health illnesses. So let's get started with this episode today. This episode serves as the core representation of what the Escaping Life podcast is really all about. Spreading awareness and shining light on a pandemic that is not being taken as serious as it should be. And examining ways we can best support those around us who deal with these issues on a daily basis. I want to begin by discussing mental health and marginalized communities. These communities lack access to mental health care services. A large number of individuals from marginalized communities work jobs that does not provide health insurance. Without health insurance, they are unable to afford any type of mental health care services. And even with mental health insurance, historically, people from marginalized backgrounds have encountered discrimination when receiving that care. For instance, according to the American Psychiatric Association, minorities, specifically African-Americans, are offered medication and therapy for their mental health issues at a lower rate than other populations. Another barrier that I came across while researching is a lack of cultural representation among mental health care providers. This, in essence, diminishes the quality of care marginalized individuals receive as well. According to the Mental Health America, another mental health organization, the fact that less than 2% of American Psychological Association members are black makes it especially difficult for black individuals to receive cultural competent care. Care from individuals that look like them, think like them, and some of those individuals that come from the same backgrounds as they do having the same experiences. This puts a strain on therapeutic relationships, which depends on understanding and comfort. A lack of diverse representation in the mental health field can limit therapeutic relationships, making it harder for mental health professionals to understand who their patients are and encourage them to open up and be honest about their struggles. And finally, language barriers, implicit biases, and many marginalized people have fewer mental health professionals in their communities. This interferes with the access to mental health care services, resulting in individuals giving up on treatment or not receiving them completely. Some of these individuals can't even get to some of the facilities to get mental health care. Or they're unaware because individuals aren't in their communities. Individuals aren't coming to their communities to provide this or make them aware of it. 
Here is some information from the World Health Organization and the CDC. According to the World Health Organization, suicide is the second most common cause of death in teenagers and young adults aged 15 to 29. Suicide especially affects citizens of low and middle income areas. As the World Health Organization reports, 14% of children aged 10 to 19 around the globe, one in seven, experience mental health illnesses. And neuropsychiatric conditions are the most common cause of disability in adolescence. And according to the CDC, the percentage of people reporting a need for mental health care jumped from 9.3% to 11.7% between August 2020 and February 2021 which is right there towards the middle of that COVID pandemic. Now, know what you're thinking. No, these numbers aren't stating that the lockdown, the pandemic, the COVID pandemic was the cause for mental health issues developing, but it did increase those things that were already in the adolescents and the teens and the young adults. So I want to step further just to look and see what, the federal government is doing about these issues. So going to whitehouse.gov, I came across the Biden-Harris administration, of course, the administration that's in office right now. According to the whitehouse.gov, the Biden-Harris administration announced two new actions to address youth mental health crisis on July 29, 2022. They are expand access to mental health services in schools and encouraging governors to invest more in school-based mental health services. What is the federal government's role in mental health? And what is the state's role in mental health? They are a bit different. The federal government's role in mental health includes regulating systems and providers, protecting the rights of consumers, providing funding for services, and supporting research and innovations. As a major funding source for mental health services, the federal government establishes and enforces minimum standards that states can then expand on. So what the federal government does is provide the fund funding and regulate the different systems and providers that are put in place. Now with the states, it varies a little state by state because once they receive these fundings and these regulations, they kind of can distribute it the way they want to. So what is the state's role in mental health? The state's role in funding mental health services varies greatly across the United States. While all states receive federal support via mental health block grants and partial funding of services provided through Children's Health Insurance Program, each has freedom in designing and funding its mental health system. In addition to funding state hospitals, state funding is typically funneled to county and local levels where services are offered. Depending on the state's political and economic climate, states will play a more or less substantial role in funding comprehensive mental health services. That says a lot. For one, we need to vote and hold our local representatives accountable to put pressure, apply pressure to them to make sure we have these mental health services available, not to the individuals with high income, not just those individuals, but also those in low income areas, 
those that experience a ton of stress and strain because of the areas they live in because of the lack of resources that they live that they have while living in these areas now resources or not family and friends have roles to play as well and that is to provide support what i have found in my experience is that the number one way to best support and comfort someone you love who is struggling with their mental health is to listen don't tell them what they need to do and don't make them feel like what they're feeling is wrong just listen emotions are a normal part of life and everyone experiences them some people just need a little help on how to control and express those emotions receiving or not receiving that help can be the difference in life or death thank you for listening to this episode mental health is a public issue whether you're dealing with mental health or not you are involved either in a supporting role or either dealing with your mental health and seeking help reach out to those around you talk don't keep it in all these emotions just boil up to the top until they are uncontrollable at some point there is a little control in there and once you gain that control seek help don't be ashamed there's nothing to be ashamed about and those of that are in the sporting road remember don't make them feel ashamed about what they're feeling and please and please i beg you stop using the word crazy the word crazy is it just it's a trigger it's definitely a trigger i've seen it i i have seen it you call someone crazy they just people that deal with mental health issues they they see it as oh you just don't care you think i i shouldn't be here the first thing that goes into their mind now i'm not asking you as a supporter to be battered and bruised verbally or physically either but what i am asking you to is to try to understand and to try to help them seek help if you don't know what to do find someone that does seek seek assistance and if you have health insurance use it these health insurance companies provide that for you to go seek mental health issues it's just like going to a doctor for a wellness checkup don't forget your mind don't forget your brain yes you go to the gym work out build your muscles but think your muscle your brain like a muscle as well you have to exercise that you have to release the negative emotions within your mind or they will erupt uncontrollably but that's what i have for you today i hope someone has gotten something from this episode and i want to tell you you're not alone if you are listening to this and you are struggling with your mental health you're not alone i struggle with mine as well sometimes i don't even want to speak sometimes just in my own thoughts sometimes i'm down sometimes i'm stressed out sometimes i get depressed all of those things sometimes i feel anxiety out of nowhere i'm at work and I, sometimes i have to step outside and just take a breath of fresh air and just breathe and sometimes that is it's that simple step away from life step away from work and breathe you're not alone you're not alone have a great day subscribe to the podcast for more episodes like this hope we'll be around to constantly try to provide you with information provide you with individuals hopefully i can get to individuals that has more knowledge than i do about these mental health issues and have them speak as well um 
doing interviews. That is my goal with this podcast. To bring in information that you may not be aware of, to bring in information that you might not research or whatever the case is. But you can subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. I'm Audible as well. So pretty much anywhere you get your 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 major podcast from, I'm there. The Escaping Life Podcast. I am Carlos Lasseter, your host. Have an awesome and free thinking day. And remember to breathe.